Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we give moms of color the tools they need to soar in their careers and in motherhood. So welcome to episode two of Moms Hustle Different Podcast. I'm so excited because in this episode, I am interviewing my mother, Angela Wilson-Kittles, and it was important for me to have her as the guest for episode two because she has played a huge role into who I am as a person, which uh, translates into who I am as a mother. And I really appreciated um, a lot of what she talked about. And one of the things uh, that she talked about is how giving up was not an option for her. So she had to figure things out and make it work like many of us do. So without further ado, I'll bring you episode two of Mom's Hustle Different with my mommy, Angela Wilson Kittles. My mother's name is Angela Wilson-Kittles, and Angela has had over 20 years of technology leadership experience in the public and private sectors. She began her career as a software developer at Verizon, formerly Bell Atlantic, and held several positions there and eventually managed system initiatives for seven operating companies. She next became a consultant where she implemented new financial and procurement systems for government and corporate organizations. She later held technology leadership positions at Howard University, the Pew Charitable Trust, and International Justice Mission. Angela has a BA in business from the University of Maryland University College and an MA in organizational communications from Bowie State University. She enjoys career counseling, reading, cooking, and attending live jazz concerts. Angela lives in Bowie, Maryland with her husband. I'm so excited to welcome my mommy, Angela Wilson-Kittles, to Moms Hustle Different. Hi, mommy. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so glad to have you because it's so important as I start this podcast to really show my own journey in motherhood, but also show my background through my mom and what I've learned from you um, in motherhood and being a working mom. So I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. Now, so our first section um, of the podcast, Mom, is called Brag on Your Baby. So I just want you to use this opportunity to brag on me. Um, and just share anything unique or something that you're proud of or something that you would tell somebody if you found them in the store and you wanted to brag on your baby. Okay, that's very, very easy to do, Brenda. Uh, One of the things I would say about you, my baby, is that you are so compassionate. You love people, you care for people, and you always strive to take care of of others. Uh, Even in our family, we can see that you always have the ability to bring people together. You know, if you think about your cousins and your your uncles and, and all, you're able to bring them all together, even when they're not thinking about coming together. Uh, the other thing that I like about you is that you're smart. You've always been smart. 
you were reading at two and we had to have you in special programs when you were in kindergarten to read. So you always wanted to know something and you've always had the capacity to learn new concepts and to learn new things anytime you put your mind to it. So I uh, am proud of that. And when you have an idea, you go for it. So those are the, some of the things that I would brag about to others about you. And six months in, you've turned into a great mom without having brothers and sisters um, that you would have, would have had the ability to take care of like others. You had no experience with babies, and you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you, Mommy. <laughs> You're welcome. So um, I want to use this opportunity to really share um, and just have a conversation about your journey into motherhood and kind of where you were in your career um, when I was born or before I was born. So could you tell me a little bit about that time of planning for a child and where you were in your career as you entered motherhood? Well, I had transitioned from being a software develop, developer into managing projects. And that was a daunting task when most of the projects that I would start managing impacted some 80,000 employees. So being in a large organization, being an African-American woman, uh, just starting to grow more in my career is about when I got pregnant. And so some of the challenges that I had uh, with motherhood once you were born involved just the, the coordination of babysitting. I went through a few babysitters because you had uh a health problem where your esophagus was um, a little elastic and that caused uh, projectile vomiting. So our first babysitter that I loved decided that she didn't want to take care of you anymore. And that was about a month or two after I went back to work. So that was very difficult. And then after that, maybe four months after you went back, uh, I went back to work, your brother passed away, my stepson. And so that was a difficult time trying to navigate being a mother, taking care of you, taking care of myself, being an employee, and then trying to take care of your father. In, in his grief. So that was a very difficult time uh, in the six to six to 12 month uh, old time um, for you and for me. So that was a very difficult time. So what did you do during that time to kind of keep yourself going when you had so many responsibilities as a wife and a mom and also having responsibilities and going back to work. 
I just pushed through it. I really pushed through it. I just told myself that this is something I have to do. It's not an option to give up, just to keep pushing through. Uh, I've been a systems analyst, so I was accustomed to having lists and trying to be organized. So I tried to work towards being as efficient as I could uh, with my time and just planning as much as I could in order to to push through um, all the obligations that I had at that time and just not give up. Also, um, my mom was uh, someone that could stand in the gap sometimes for a week or so while I was looking for new babysitter. So uh, just being able to uh, depend on her to talk to other mothers, I think, and just be organized. Yeah, that's definitely important as you, you know, try to go through something um, that can be so difficult with trying to find babysitters and especially with helping your husband go through grief, helping daddy um, in a really tough time where you have such a joyful year, but such a sad year at the same time. So, um, I really appreciate um, you talking about just having in your mind, having that mindset of it's not an option to give up. Um, I think that's really important to um, remember. Yes, and and I had a lot of good people around me who encouraged me and all I could do was just uh, depend on them and not just depend on myself, but also just pray and pray and pray for help. Yeah. During that time. Help matters. Help really matters. Um, So as you kind of continue through motherhood, as I was in elementary and middle school and stuff like that, can you tell me about, sometimes where uh, you had to make difficult choices in your career? Uh, Yes. Uh, I wanted you to be involved in dance and basketball and and other types of activities and, and learn to interact well with others. So that meant that uh, we had to be able to, to balance school and homework and activities and I had the type of job where you take work home (laughs) as well because as a management employee uh, you don't have a a nine-to-five you continue to work to get things done and uh, so I had to make some decisions Uh, early on when I was offered a promotion, for example, I turned it down because I knew I just did not have the capacity at that time to take on additional responsibilities. And I was happy about that. And when the time came later, a few years later, at the right time, I was promoted. So I feel like I made the the right decision. People told me that I was crazy for turning down a promotion, but I knew what was best for me and what was best for my family. 
in order for in order to keep things going and to manage the workload that I had already. Mm, yeah, that's that's a tough decision to make, though. You know, to say that it's it works better for your family to turn down a promotion, um, and that just shows how non-egotistical you are <laughs> because you know some of us with our ego wouldn't allow us to turn down an opportunity yeah it, it was not an easy decision um but i did what i felt that i needed to do i needed to feel that whatever i did i had the capacity to do it and to do it well yeah yeah, that that makes sense. Now, I know that there was a time um, when I was in middle school and I was in private school that both you and daddy were having um, job transitions, but you were still able to keep me in private school. So could you tell us um, and tell the audience more about what that time was like for you and what you did? Yes, uh, we buckled down financially and made sure that we didn't have a lot of excess debt. And I work with the financial aid office at the school and explain the situation. And, and they were able to make some concessions for me as far as tuition and interest and, and those types of things just to uh, help us continue to keep you there at the school. Because we, your father and I both felt that it was important for you to um, continue uh, in that school since it was middle school and as a transitional period for young people we felt that uh, it would be a safe environment for you and uh, it was a very good academic school so we we felt that that was the best decision to to just continue uh, working hard so that you would be able to stay in that environment yeah, because I just wanted to mention that mainly because things happen like in our careers and um, sometimes it doesn't always connect <laughs> with what we're trying to do um, in raising our children and kind of what you did during that time of just buckling down and going to the school and asking if there was a way that they can help while you guys were you know, trying to get over the hump of layoffs and trans job transitions and things like that, and really um, making a way <laughs> using the skills that you you already have and that you use in your career to um, make things happen outside um, of your career and make things happen for your family. And... Um, I honestly commend you and thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. Uh, one of the things that I have learned is to, if there's something that you want, to ask for it. And you're strong enough to ask for it if you're not afraid of hearing no. 
So if you can accept the possibility that someone turns you down, then there's no reason to be afraid to ask for what it is that uh, you're looking for. Yeah. So are there any times in, um, in your motherhood journey where you had mom guilt about the things that you decided in your career? And, you know, was there, how did you overcome that if you did? Uh, let me think about that one. Mom guilt. I think when I was a traveling consultant, I really liked my job, but I was not at home Monday through Thursday. And I found a note that you put in my suitcase once I made it to Pennsylvania, where you talked about the fact that you miss me and uh, you asked the question, did I really like being away from ho home and like being away from you because you heard me tell someone how much I loved my job? And it wasn't that I liked being away from you. I could separate that I loved the work that I was doing but that didn't necessarily mean that I liked being away from home and being away from you. So the way I reconciled that was to, again, make another career choice in terms of calling a consultant, uh, a recruiter, and asking her to find me another position. I didn't care what that position was. Uh, just as long as I was home within a month. And she did that. She found a job. It was a little bit below my abilities, but I felt it was worth it to be back home if you felt abandoned. Did you ever regret that decision as you continued, like, your career? No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Because I was home, you were happy. But the one thing I did learn uh, being away was that there were things that I did for you that you could have done, learned to do for yourself. So I could have lightened the load of things that I did by giving you new skill sets in terms of taking care of yourself because your father was taking care of you during that time. And before you know it, you knew how to do other things for yourself, wash your own clothes and, and different things like that. So uh, I did learn something else about that. And I learned to give you more responsibility as a result of uh, what I observed uh, each time I came back home. So I, I never did regret the decision of uh, changing jobs and, and coming back home. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> I, it's amazing what you do with children that you don't even remember um, in terms of <laughs> telling you, like, I feel bad. Um, and I just wonder what Arthur 
will do for me um, and kind of bringing me into um, uh, another thought process about the decisions that I make in my own career. But um, can you just walk through just more of your career and how it progressed and kind of where you are now in, um, in your work life? Sure. Uh, once you uh, were ready to uh, graduate from high school, I moved on to another position at Howard where I was managing the implementation of their financial system and later uh, was promoted to direct the implementation of uh, both the financial and the HR systems and eventually become the director directing the uh, activities of, of the team that supported the uh, HR and financial applications. Um, also, while I was at Howard, I told our CIO that I thought we should be doing something different with project management. And as a result of that conversation, and also gave him some examples of some of the types of things that we could be doing as an organization, he tasked me with standing up a project management office and moved me into the role of senior project manager. So you started a whole project management office at Howard? Yes, in the IT department. Oh, I didn't even know that. Most of the time when people ask me, oh, what does your mom do? I say, I don't know, something important. <laughs> so I learned something new today. Yes, and also I started work working with my new manager while I was there to have discussions about the culture of our particular organization and try to figure out how we could change the culture based on a, a book that I read. And he and I came up with a, a pro we uh, discussed that with the entire organization Well, my manager presented it. And I presented that plan to uh, the IT leadership group. You know, unfortunately, um, my manager was uh, reassigned to another position, and then he, he left Howard, and I left Howard, so we didn't get to fully implement that. But, you know, I, I tell you this because sometimes you can come up with ideas and put together a presentation and you might be surprised that it's accepted. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. Mm. But it doesn't hurt to try. That's always important to remember. It doesn't hurt to try. So um, I know right now you are in your own transition of kind of a mini uh, pause 
not necessarily retirement, but pause as you um, redefine um, what it is that you're interested in and um, taking a break from work. Um, could you tell me a little bit about that transition and kind of what made you take a break from work? Okay, sure. Um, I'll back up a little bit to say after I left Howard, I moved on to another organization and in a leadership position. And then after that position, I went on to another leadership position implementing a, a financial system and managing the support of that system once it was implemented. And that was just a grueling two years just trying to do that. So I was a little bit tired, but um, I started thinking about, well, what do I want to do next? And then in the midst of trying to figure out what I want to do next while I was still working there, I found out I was going to be a grandmother. And I started thinking about how much support I had during my pregnancy and after you were born that I wanted to pay that forward and provide you the same type of support that I received by helping you at the, the latter stage of your pregnancy and helping you prepare for Arthur and then being there to help you after Arthur was born and be that gap babysitter for you if needed. And I can tell you that it has just been a joy to be able to do that for you. Um, the transition from being a mother to mother of mother of a child to the mother of an adult to the I mean to the daughter of an to be the mother of a child and the mother of an adult and then to be the mother of an adult who has a child is quite quite a transition because as a mom you're always used to being able to tell your child what to do and then they move into adulthood and you have to become more an advisor and sit back and, and not say anything when you want to say something. I haven't always been successful at that. And then when they become, your daughter becomes a mother, then you want to be involved in some of the decisions about the grandchild. But then you have to step back and say, well, wait a minute, that's not my child. I need to be quiet <laughs> but just a suggestion or ask a question uh, to uh, have your child think in a different way about uh, something so it's been son I really do yeah, I mean, I really enjoy um, the time that 
um, I've had with you and the support, especially during my parental leave, of uh, just having you as an option um, and someone to talk to and um, someone to uh, be a help to me and um, Andre is my husband and helping us really uh, transition our lives. Uh, but I know that you are also excited about going back to work. So what is that? What do you feel like that will look like for you? Um, and how, how does it feel to not have um, the immediate responsibilities of motherhood and um, as you are continuing your career with an adult child? Well, it feels good because now I'm at a point in, in time where I can think about uh, spending a lot more time with my husband and having fun. For example, last night we just decided we would go to the Bowie Bay Sox game. I hadn't been to a baseball game, minor league baseball game in several years. And so it's just having the opportunity to, to just do some things that I'd like to do. Just having fun, you know, as I think about what it is I want to do next. That's awesome. So I want to know, um, as we have a lot of different types of moms who will be listening to this podcast, what kind of advice would you give to another mom who is navigating her career and motherhood at the same time? I'd say try to develop time management skills, number one. I'd also say try to take some time for yourself because you always need that in order to uh, refresh yourself. You know, for example, when you're on a plane, they ask you to cover your mouth with oxygen first to take care of yourself before you take care of the other person. So you need to make sure that you take care of yourself. If you're married, then to make sure that you carve out time with your husband for maybe a, a date night or something from time to time so that he doesn't feel left out. So those are some of the things that I'd say. Time management, take care of yourself, uh, carve out time for your husband or significant other. Uh, also, don't be, be afraid to ask for help. You're not superwoman. Yeah. We often try to have that S on our chest, so that's always yes. a reminder. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. I think that's um, it's really 
important for um, us to remember those things of just trying to manage our time well and um, having the necessary time for ourselves. And if we have a, a significant other or partner, making sure to not forget about them as well. Yes. Um, and then ask for help when needed. I think those are really good suggestions. Um, and uh, going a little deeper into one of those things that you said, how um, do you practice self-care for yourself? Well, what I used to do um, was make sure that I had time to spend with my friends to talk uh, and to have fun. So I, I counted that as part of my self self-care. Occasionally, I'd go and get a massage somewhere, somewhere, or go to the movies by myself to watch something where I laughed, uh, just so that I could just have time to reflect. Um, I really didn't have that much time to do something I enjoy now, which is, is reading books, because I really had to give that up because I just didn't have the time to do that uh, when you were a child. But I always tried to make sure that I had some time for myself uh, in order to stay sane with all the responsibilities of, of work. And I always asked for help. So that's how um, self-care looked for me. Yeah, that that's really good. It's always helpful um, a lot of times to kind of see what works for other people and then see what works for you because everything, self-care isn't one size fits all, but we can get cues and ideas from the things that other people do. So that's really helpful. I like to go to the movies by myself too. Yeah. And I, I did try to make sure that I got rest so I, I tried not to be up at all hours uh, doing work for my job and those types of things um, unless there was something that really demanded um, long hours but I, I tried to balance uh, all those pillars yeah so um, is there anything else that you want to share with the Moms Hustle different audience um, and any other women who are uh, just going through the motions of motherhood? Well, I would say that there is no manual on how to raise a child. Um, even if you have two, child, two children, it's going to be different. Uh, whatever I did is going to be different than what you will do. What your friends do will be different than what you should do because all children are different and they require different things. So I would not feel guilty because uh, you're not doing something that someone else did as a mother because it's always going to look different. Your child is different. You're different than the other individuals that you 
talk to. And not, I just wouldn't feel guilty about things that you're not able to do for your child. Yeah. That's uh, always important to remember. Our journey is our own. Um, and we can learn from other people's journeys. We can appreciate other people's journeys. But every journey will be different. Absolutely. Well, Mommy, I'm so happy that I got to have you on this podcast because um, I think it will help um, the listeners really uh, understand a little bit more about me and where I come from and who I come from uh, and really start this podcast off on a good foot. So I'm so excited that you were able to join me on the podcast. And I'm appreciative of a lot of the sacrifices that you made in your career um, and in your life to really be there for me and to um, prepare me for life now. And even as a mother now, um, I see a lot of Angie in me. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm turning into my mother. Um, but it's not a bad thing. <laughs> um, it's, it's just, um, I'm grateful. And Arthur is um, super lucky to have had you, um, to have you as his grandmother. Um, and uh, I'm lucky to have you as my mom. Well, thank you. I'm so blessed to have you in my life. I'm so proud of you, and I'm looking forward to watching you progress as a mom and and watching Arthur grow up. And I finally would say to to all mothers, your children are always going to be your babies. I didn't understand that when my mother said, no matter how old you get, you're still going to be my baby. But I'm telling you, I understand that now because, Brenda, you're always going to be my baby. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am. And I'm understanding that now, too. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, Mommy. I appreciate you and I love you. You're very welcome. I love you back. And that, my friends, was episode two of the Moms Hustle Different podcast with my mommy, Angela Wilson Kittles. I'm so excited and uh, so happy that she joined. I think it's really, um, she's a part of me and she's helped to define who I am as a mother. And she's really been helping me to manage my time better um and really uh give myself grace but still do what I have to do to take care of my family so I really appreciate her joining the podcast and I hope you enjoyed our interview and if you did enjoy our interview I would love if you could subscribe to our podcast rate our podcast and follow me on Instagram at moms hustle different You can also go to our website at www.momshustledifferent.com 
and there you'll see more information about our episodes and about who we are and what Moms Hustle Different is. So again, I hope you enjoyed our podcast and we will see you next time.